so this will, this is our first uh, real behind the bar. We're going to talk about the session that uh, episode two, where we kind of did a lot of role playing and talked around the city. We want to talk a little bit about the setting and, and things that we may have missed during the episode. So I have Mac here um, to talk about a little bit. Hello, Mac. Uh, Jeff's over here. He, he's kind of got the book. He's ready to dive into this. Yeah, I wanted to know a lot more about Absalon Station after we uh, did that because it was it was fun going around in there, but it was we were kind of having a bit of a hard grasp on what exactly everything looked like. So that's what we'll be talking about. And then Felicia next to me. Hello. Uh, so let's just start there. Then you talked about you said you want to talk about like it was hard for you to grasp the setting and stuff. What from this session that we're referencing, what was hard to grasp about it? Um, it, we discussed briefly about how modes of transportation worked in the station, such as lifts going up and down and public, I'd imagine like, uh, almost subway stations, wherever you need to go back and forth. Um, and, and it was really right as soon as we left the main, uh, spire area where the Starfinders were, we knew that we were under like a glass dome area and could see the night sky. And so we kind of had that mentality going into the rest of the station. And one thing that I never, we never really mentioned is when we first went to level 21, uh, Toby had mentioned that we were going into one of the arms of the station and rather than, uh, uh, you know, rather than pointing out necessarily that we were, we went in there and we needed more of an idea of what was inside rather than having like an underground cityscape. It's more like being in the bowels of a really huge ship. And I think that's what we were wanting to touch on mostly. Um, so the thing that kind of caught me off guard and um, there was a bit of confusion about um, was when Sunny D decided to kind of like sn take her sniper up on top of a roof, per se, um, to kind of get a better perspective of the down low where the downside kings are, kind of the shady underbelly of Absalom Station. Um, and there was kind of a, a light dispute about whether there were roofs um, or whether it was just a metal wall that was just flush with the ceiling and floor. And Jeff was kind of talking about that. Um, so in the, in the episode, we did end up saying, yeah, Sonny was on a roof, but talking about it more, that's not really how space station mechanics would work. Right. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So it's not, it's not so much like an underground cityscape where if you got on a roof, you could see uh, the city sprawling before you. And then, you know, uh, 60 feet above that, a ceiling. Right. While we, while we realize that it's more like uh, the bowels of like a sewer or an inside of a really rundown mall where it, sure there's going to be probably five to ten floors depending on what part of the uh, of the download that you're at, um, which means there are still going to be um, higher up places for a sniper to be. So you're not so much a rooftop, but sure. uh, scaffolding. Uh, there's probably street lamps, perhaps uh, balconies at different places. You know, all sorts of things like that that you could at least get to. A street lamp? Yeah, I mean, sure, why not? There's going to be lighting in here. There has to no, be in sure. some way. I was just picturing like an old-fashioned street lamp. No, well, Sonny's just like, like chilling on top like of it. Not like singing in the rain street lamp. <laughs> That's I mean, what I was picturing. Make it futuristic, as you will. So if you guys turn to page 38 of that doc that I shared with all of you, um, it'll I think it'll really give a good idea into what we're looking at. So it shows the spike, which is where all this is happening, right? All these places you've been going have been in the spike. In the spike, right. Um, and it, it gives a picture that I think will really kind of show us. And I can just pass this around if it's easier to. 
Oh, page 30. Oh, so that's the first page. It's almost like, yeah, just like what I was saying, just uh, underground structures. Uh, looks like there's plenty of construction, debris, uh, yeah. not well maintained. It looks like a an abandoned steampunk mall. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> that's me. a great, no, that's a great description. I mean, we're talking like at one point, maybe stainless steel walls, although they look pretty grimy now. They're pretty gross. Uh, but, but basically, you know, the inside of a big construction of some kind which is not something i really ever thought of but that's totally how it would be so when we when we went down these alleyways we're talking like you know six six to ten feet wide of each corridors but then we get to the main one where uh this nightclub's at and then we're talking probably a big huge corridor that you know could fit a highway through however many feet across that would be and so crumbles I, i think you were mentioning you were trying to find a way to the back of to the, the back of the yeah, thing. So exactly. when you think of it that way, yeah, it makes more sense that it wouldn't work that way. Right, and and so and so you're saying that maybe you could find like a, a vent or a droid hatchway where maintenance droids would go in, as opposed yeah. to trying to like go around a building. Yeah, so we can change our mindset on that. Yeah, it's kind of hard to it's because we've been playing Pathfinder for so long. It's like <laughs> so hard to change that and make it click that it's like, oh, there are different ways that this happens, and this, you know, it looks totally different. So it's nice to clarify because when I was going through, you know, the whole thing in game, I was like, why wouldn't it look like this? And <laughs> right. that's just an assumption that I have. Right, well, and it's what it's had. what we all started like, uh, like you were mentioning. When we mentioned roofs, it all of a sudden became a an underground city, and that's right. where we. And I even I was there. I was like, "Oh, you're right. It would totally not be." Yeah. So looking at the the spike itself, where we are, uh, I think we're even a little bit off base on how we've been talking about it. So I'm just gonna read the first little bit. So it says the hundreds of levels extending below Absalom Station's radio plane often collectively referred to as downside, are simultaneously its most crucial and least appreciated. Here, sandwiched between other heavy industry in the station's greedy underbelly, the vast machines in charge of the station's life support and defenses chug away. So, this is like, there's hundreds of levels under here, and it is probably loud because all these machines are down here. It's probably always some sort of noise like i bet even sometimes you're walking past just a random exhaust port steam and whatever's coming out of it For oh, sure. you know smogging yes. up an area because we're talking about we're like, like we were saying it we're not so much in even an abandoned mall now at this point but something yeah. steampunk like underground construction workings of a ship it could be like industrial era revolution whatever yes. you know like sewer type thing even yeah like next thing you know you're opening a door and all you, it, it's like a, out of a tv or a movie it's just like pistons slamming against each other uh-huh. flame jets and we're like well shit how are we gonna get down this hallway so this is like the blue collar area of absalom yes. station yes well, I'd say even worse than that yeah. because I mean we're talking about we're talking about robots maintaining a lot of this I guess and people true, living yeah. with the maintenance See, robots. That's it's, another it's like assumption. a janitor's big like, janitor's that's, closet. That's another like assumption I have to get myself out of. Yeah. Like this is not the same social structure as any other game we play. No. Speaking of social structure, I think a thing that we um are kind of overlooking or taking for granted is that when we run into someone, race relations are a huge thing. Yeah. Like, and we haven't really been asking what people no. are. Well, and like and none of our party are human. We right. have, yeah. Like we haven't even considered oh. that that could have. None of us are human. Um, androids are looked at a certain way socially as opposed to like Isoki and whatever. So I think that's a big thing to look at too, that we just 
No, we haven't it, been, yeah. We haven't true. been. And we I, need I to think be. we've come across mostly humans and, you know, some notable characters like Chisik. There were mm-hmm. a few Lashunta yeah. in that, yeah. 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 So we've been pretty good at that, but you're totally right. Like, a little more diversity would make a lot of sense in building this world. And, uh, and interacting with it. Yeah. yeah, and interacting with it. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. So I, I want to continue. I kind of want to just talk about the spike. Like, I'm going to read. We're going to read through this, talk about some of the things that, that we notice and kind of like what it is. So we have a better understanding. Uh, looking at this right here, it talks about how uh, people come down here to get away from like the kind of upper class, I would guess. They go into access corridors to build slums like these people are building these in access corridors. Uh, and then some people go into what's called the half explored ghost levels. No idea what that is. <laughs> it sounds wow. cool. Yeah. Um, They're just like I said, it's a bunch of droids running around maintaining the place. No one has to be down there to do it. The droids do all the work. It says the ghost levels were discovered abandoned at the end of the gap. Oh, that's really, truly unexplored. That does sound cool. Uh, So here's how bad, like, this place is almost like its own ecosystem. It says that politicians occasionally champion purging and resettling everything below. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Kind of. Just, like, getting rid of them. Yeah, like we we need to get rid of this area. They're they're making life bad up on the surface, so they take Light them out. Light it all on fire, yeah, so exactly. get them out, and just pump poison into the corridors. So yeah, just as like a FYI kind of thing, can we just kind of go over what the gap is really quick, just in case? Because I don't know if we've ever touched on that. Yeah, in our, we touched on that before we, we started recording. Yeah, I I would I think that we should do it in another behind the bar because okay. that's going to open up like a lot of doors. Like, a whole okay. conversation about the gap. Which would yeah. be great to cover, but let's stick to this setting you in, got it. in this one. Yeah, the, the um, gap would be more of a conversation with the Starfinder organization because that's yeah. kind of their yeah. whole goal. Yeah, we'll go mission. into that. I think that's a great topic to cool. talk about. It is though. a good topic to talk about, without a doubt. Um, so some of the neighborhoods, like in the Spike, there's boot scrap. Down low. I saw a couple of those. Oh, yeah, that's where the uh, in that Starfinder, or the, uh, what is it called? The Starfinder. The race. No, no, the oh encounters, the Starfinder encounter. We went to Boot Scrap yeah. to, for the yep. race. Yeah, we did. Boots, oh yeah, that's why I said the race. I thought you said rake. I was like, yeah. What? So Boot Scrap is like the Yasoki dominated salvage union, right? It's like the junkyard oh. of Absalom Station. It's where all of, oh, all of them bots? live. It's Bot Scrap. I was just about to scrap. correct. Yeah, bot there's only scrap. one O oh. in that. Thanks. Uh, bot scrap. So it's got all the scrap out of all the different parts of uh-huh. droids and stuff. There's uh, goblin squatters that live down there. That kind of stuff. Um, there's Pipe Town, which is also called Conduit. Uh, Clever. <laughs> so the people there, it says they bear kinked pipe tattoos and proclaim themselves as natives to the district. Well, oh, no kidding. All huh? right. Pipe tattoos. It says, Kinked so pipes. this is like just an area with uh, pipes. just pipes everywhere throughout the whole thing. Is It says that engineers even find like skilled engineers have trouble navigating through this forest of pipes. Just a, just Whoa. a, that's incredible. When you say forest of pipes, we're talking like, like they're upright and you can walk through them. No, I think it's like along the like, ceilings and stuff. Like a tunnel full like of pipes. Like a tunnel full of pipes. 
Like, so there's like a pipe that goes down this tunnel. It forks off to yeah. different directions. Like Lost Forest type. That's what I imagine. I can like, follow a pipe and yeah, like not in, know where it goes. So it says. There's just a million different ways to go. But you can travel in the pipes is what I'm hearing. You're not traveling yeah. around them. I think so. It oh, says seemingly endless forest of pipes that sometimes create a three-dimensional labyrinth with settlements in their clearings. So no, maybe it is like. It know, sounds like pipes like trees, but they're yes. pipes. Yeah. And yeah. so you kind of have to move. You, have, you can't cut down pipes. So you have to build around them. Right. So it's a forest of pipes. Literally a forest. Like Holy just shit. forever, just these columns of pipes. Maybe some end and you, there's steam coming out of it. Well, or yeah. there's one that's coming around the ceiling that's just dripping a little but water. But if, if you messed with any of it, it would just ruin whatever yeah. was above. Some would be, some are going to be, you know, fifth, you know, five feet around. Some are going to be two feet, two feet or two inches in diameter. Yeah. Yeah. It says that the locals often act as guides, uh, hunting, not just for breakage that spill precious water, and other resources, but it says creatures like power-sucking garmals, ferocious water tigers, and sewage-drinking colmars. Ew. Ew. That's gross. I've never heard of any of the creatures. I was really yeah, curious about this. Because well, one of my one-liners that I got, and it talked about the punchline is breaking the ice. And I'm like, well, what the hell in this world is lives in an ice area or... Or as I so I, I made it like a comet because comets are icy. That's the best I fucking had. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's, and it sounds kind of lame when I read it, so I don't know what else to do. The down low, that's where the affordable housing and retail space is. So that's where you'd want to go to like shop, shop and stuff like that. The down low, okay. Um, Not to be confused with downside down there. Isn't that where we are? The down I think low? the downside no, you're is the, the downside all the is all of the spike. Like that's another name for it. Oh, okay. That but makes I thought sense. we were in the down low. I thought written down. But but so level twenty one is one of the levels in the downside. Even yes. Okay. So it's level twenty one. There's see, hundreds oh. of levels. So even that I was imagining even wrong. I thought we were like in one of these arms out here. I, once you started benching the spike, I got it there. But level twenty one is even is even. Uh, part of their territory they've kind of scooped out of that's correct place is mm. so much bigger I than i imagine yeah, oh, it's huge. Right. me so too yeah. expensive um there's also yeah. the sparks which is like the engineering bay so there's like one person tech shops dry docks for starship manufacturing and repair probably the place crumbles would fit right yeah. i just yep. pointed at her yeah, for no sure um it's plagued by vex gets and other gremlins, methites, and lightning elementals attracted to, like, the large electrical oh. discharges. Elementals, hmm. that's pretty cool. That is neat. It's That's fun to, like, still bring in some familiar things that we have into this right. strange yeah. new setting. Yeah. Here's some places that are good for you guys. Uh, the Diamond Defense and Surplus. It's like a place to buy weapons and armor. Oh, no, wait, um, it's just a list of shops we yeah, can go to? from stalls in the free markets to high-end emporiums in the eye. So there's, like... Tons of shops in this surplus place. That's pretty cool. Uh, it's also the spikes where the Starstone reactor is. Oh, whoa. Which powers the entire station. And they just let like gang members and stuff right. hang out down here. I don't know. No, they they control. Control. It has to it, be. It's there. So deep in the spike, the reactor's there. But they have like elite Starstone defenders that are guarding it at all times. Oh, for sure. Um, we'll talk about the Starstone maybe in another episode, but yeah. that's where like people go to like jump into it or touch it and stuff like that. It's really oh, weird. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, I read about that. 
Yeah, because no one knows exactly what it is, but it looks like a gate. It looks like an archway, but it's. I mean, people who go through it just die if they even get that far. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So. Yeah, the spike's really different than what I was even imagining, and I, I guess I just may not have done enough research. I mean, I kind of read about it, but it's it's huge. Well, it's weird to feel like you're inside all the time, but still outside. That's, That's true. So hard to grasp because we're not we never we don't live like that. We don't live inside a place. We see this guy all the time. That's true. There must be lifts to get around. Oh yeah, lifts and like there'll be huge areas where everyone's just hopping on huge trains that take you like from one side to the other. Mm-hmm. But there's got to be lots of different ways to travel around depending yeah. on your. It's the only way it would work. Just, Otherwise, it would take yeah. you two weeks to just trek right. to where you need to go. I'm picturing yeah. like a just a sci-fi airport with the moving walkways, and essentially uh-huh. there's something you could just get on and just. Oh, um, imagine like a curved stair stairway well, where every 14 hours of walking has a campsite where you have to. <laughs> Oh my Can't gosh. just get to your stupid next area. That would make no <laughs> oh sense. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That'd be great. But, um, well that thanks for talking about it. Like yeah, that was great. I feel like we have a better understanding of the spike itself. Yeah. Uh and end of the world well, itself. Yeah. It's, well, like uh, like thinking of things like maintenance hatchways and, and air ducts and places where only robots can go is going to help us when we want to sneak into places or, or disable something. Or, oh, yeah. Remember, there's going to be electronics on everything. Everything. So, you, you know, you unscrew a panel, and next thing you know, you got a circuit board you can mess with. Yeah, which is right. most cases. Which is something that Sunny and uh, Crumbles can do easily. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, yeah, I think. And right be... now we're just not thinking of those options. I'm still thinking of Pathfinder options. It's, it's mm-hmm. tough, <laughs> yeah. It's tough. We're looking for windows. We're looking for whatever. We, yeah, tough. we may as well be play, playing like pen and paper with without yeah. all these electronics because like we're not we're, we're in not that same mindset. Thinking, yeah. It's true. Like, what if there's security cameras you can hack into inside the nightclub that Cash is about to go into? Bingo and sound. Bingo, that is a great idea. See, that's nice. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. We need to watch some more, like, sci-fi shows. I know. We need to, if you have any, any, uh, you know, suggestions, leave them in the comments. Tell us what we need to watch. Do our homework. (laughs) Yeah, or uh, send those over. If you have any suggestions for future Behind the Bar um, or comments about this one, you can send them over to thesidequestin at gmail.com. And we will respond to them and go from there. Uh, but we'll see what happens next week. Maybe we'll use this knowledge and have more of a sci-fi type mindset. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, kind of a little homework for you guys. Um, I, I don't know. I doesn't. I don't think any of you guys, but me, have played Mass Effect. But they have a big nightclub you go to in a slummy area in Mass Effect <laughs> Two, and it's like it's. A, I'll describe it more when we're actually there. I'll remember this for next time. And you know it's it's pretty cool. It's a really fun idea on a sci-fi like nightclub. So I'll, I'll describe it when we get there. Cool. It'll be cool. Uh, that sounds great. Yeah. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, yeah, Th- thanks. thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks. Bye.